Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Alrighty, alright, little Monday edition coming at you. Taz Show, welcome to the show. Very. Very, very busy show today. Should be a pretty uh, good show. Good to great. Hey, if you call the show, the phone lines all working. Uh, we're just busy here. The phones are jamming right now. Um, so just keep calling. Uh, and uh, uh, the call screener will get to you. Just hang in there. Don't give up. I know the phone lines are lighting up like crazy. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Taz Show. If you're listening live or watching live at TazShow.com, I appreciate that very much. Uh, very busy Monday show, as I said. Uh, we got a lot to go through, I basically could call in and give you off the hooks. Myself and uh, the Lumberjack, Dennis Jones, will give match five for WrestleMania Fantasy Booking in our off the hooks. And you guys can call and give your match number five or week for the match number five. Also, gonna do a little raw preview later on. Uh, also, uh, Dennis Jones will try and hit a bloop single with another edition of the SOSM, so on, on social media. A rare Monday edition of the Mike Johnson with the PW Insider Report. Yes, Mike Johnson will be on the Taz Show in a rare edition. I want to talk to Mike about the whole Mark Hunt, Brock Lesnar situation. I know people were talking about it last week. Mike reported on it last week. Mike's an expert uh, in this field, being that he's covered it so closely. I want to talk to Mike about it. So uh, we'll have Mike on today in a little while via the Skype. I think the Skype machine is working. So, yeah, you guys get to see Mike. Um, so, I uh, apologize ahead of time on that. And the thing that everybody's talking about is the big botch. Yes, yes, yes. The big, big botch that everyone's talking about is the Oscar botch. Yes. And why this was a work last night. Total work by the Oscars. And I'll tell you that in a second. If you want to call the show, it's a very, very, very simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. As I said, I'm going to tell you about the Oscars in a second. Before I do that, though, get into the whole Oscar thing. Um, here's the deal. So, tweeted last night about a new... Because, you know, it was the Oscars. So, you know... <laughs> On the Taz Show, we put out movies, too. Thanks to, to my main man, Lean Mean, who does just amazing, amazing work. Does so much special video work for the Taz Show, which is so appreciated. He is the best. So, And you should follow him at Twitter if you're not already. And support Lean Mean at LMFight. That's his Twitter account. Uh, regardless, <clears throat> YouTube. On my YouTube uh, channel, page, whatever the hell you call it, there's a new movie. The 25-minute, you know, mini-movie uh, <laughs> that Lean Mean um, put together and put a lot of work into, which is a masterpiece, as the Lumberjack Dennis Jones told me off air, and definitely a masterpiece. Way of the Jones, Revenge of the Revenge of the Kendo Stick, I believe that's what it's called, and their special appearances, debuts, 
of acting sensations that are playing the part, maybe not sensations, but actors, acting, that are playing the part of of uh, Kendo Stick Jones and, uh, and then a young man playing the part of Jump the Gun Jones. Yes. So uh, take 25 minutes, whatever you have a free 25 minutes, watch this at TazTube. Uh, I don't even know the name of my, my, the address of my freaking YouTube channel, dude. I don't even know what it's called. I don't even know the address. It's, it's good, though. And uh, we're going to get you the address. But you can see it on my Twitter. It's pinned at the top of at official Taz, my Twitter account. So it's, um, oh, right there. There's a lower third. Find Taz on YouTube. Search TazTube Jones. Yeah, that'll cover it. So is that, is that what you found it on, Dennis? Lumberjack, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Timber! Lumberjack Dennis Jones. Yes, sir. I am GTSing to double check. I believe TazTube Jones works. Two thumbs way up. Yes. Awesome. So there you go. Yeah, we're already starting off the week with a raring start to go. Phone lines are jammed like a son, bitch. Uh, we'll get to that uh, shortly. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, we're going old school on a call screening, by the way. When you guys call the show, you'll see what I mean. We're going real old school. All right. So the, the botch. The botch heard around the world. <laughs> oh, wait. Back up, Jones. Hold on a second. Hold on. Back to the Lee Me thing. We have a a, a promo that a watch. Those who watch the video or want to or want to hear it. If you're not watching the video, maybe listen to the audio on demand. Go watch it. Uh, this PSA or go to the YouTube channel. You ready to run that promo? This is for the YouTube gimmick. Yes. This is this is Kendo Stick Jones, the real guy. I never met this guy. He's an actor, I think, or he's a real master. I should say he's not an actor. A sensei. He's a sensei. Yes, he's a sensei running the dojo like I'm running the game. I'm running the game. All right, let's play this. Let's play this. I can't hear it. Yeah, hold on. Bear with us, folks. Bear with us. We're having a technical problem. It's not the Oscars. It's just the Taz Show. It's the ongoings that happens every day. When you do streaming live radio, this is what happens. There's tons of poofas. And uh, the Dennis Jones will let me know when we're ready. Are we ready now? I believe. In a three, two, one, Candlestick Jones. You are inside Nub City Dojos with Master Candlestick Jones. And this <laughs> is the Taz Show. And the Taz is running the game. The game. if you had... You get wet. So, what the gentleman said right there, so you you could understand through his Taiwanese accent, what he said was, if you hack, and then he took a kendo stick and just started beating, beating up a kick pad to no end. Um, basically, if you hack, you get whacked. Okay, that's basically what that what that motto is there. Uh, I have plenty of a plethora of. Handles and monikers on the show, running the game. We know that one. I'm running the game. Of course, we have We Over, hashtag We Over, hashtag The Taz Show. Now we've got hashtag You Hack, We Hack, We Whack. What's next? Hack alert. It never ends. It's just a, it's just a non-stop floggling of uh, my show with hashtags. But we're, we're very savvy with the social media, and we engage with the audience more than anyone else, and that's a fact, Jack. There ain't no doubt about that. A blue demon fell down. Uh, so anyway, that was uh, that was Kendall Sick Jones giving a little PSA, a little promo for us. So go to the YouTube things and, and watch this uh, gimmick. It's tremendous. All right, look at So talking about the bots, Oscars, right? Big problems, big problems, big problems, right? They say the winner's going to be, uh, they say the winner's La La Land, which is a movie. 
So I've heard. Dude, I, I tweeted this. The last movie, I, I actually made an error. People correct me. I tweeted the last movie I saw was Smoking the Bandit 2. Okay? 2. Not 1, 2. Test 1, 2. Okay, so that's what that's what I tweeted. Then people are like, no, 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 dude. You said the last movie I said this a while ago was Jaws. And that's true. So it, it was Jaws, I think. What, what came first? Chicken or the egg? You read my mind. Original Jaws versus Smoking the Bandit 2? Two, this is two. Deuce, okay. deuce. Itch, knee, deuce. So Jaws came out in 75. Right. Smokey, oh, take and, the, time. Smokey and the Bandit two. two. Two, not one, two. This is what uh, this is what the Burt Reynolds and the other guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eastbound and down. Yeah, you know. Uh, that came out in 1980, oh. so I believe Smokey and the Bandit 2 you was go. your last movie. That's right. So I made an era when I said that it was uh, the Jaws. So, uh, yeah. So I, I'm not a big moviegoer, so I'm probably not qualified to speak on the Oscars, but I know people, okay? I know people. I can break down people, and I know movie stars. I know celebrities, okay? I know how people are. Okay, so that's what I'm going to talk to you about here a little bit, and, and it's about people, and I understand people very well. And, and like, before I get into the botch, I just want to give you a couple of thoughts on it. Um, uh, you know, being that I, 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 I know people, I'll tell you one guy I'm sick of, and that's Denzel Washington. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Um, I'm sick of the guy. Sick, Very sick, surprised sick. to hear that. Why? He's a tremendous actor. Not acting. I'm not saying he's not tremendous. He's great. Legendary Jones. I got it. Sick of hearing and seeing this guy. Done. Done with him. And why are you surprised? All of a sudden, I'm a big Denzel fan now. I've, uh, I haven't seen Denzel. I feel like this past Oscar, was, he was very prominent because he was in contention to win. But before that, I can't tell you the last time he, he was in an Oscar-winning role. No one cares. But here's the thing. He's got a great publicity guy or girl, and he's all over the place. All right, everybody loves him. Why? Because well, he's a good actor? This play, Robert De Niro was a great actor. He's not all over the place. Really, so's uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. You don't see him anywhere. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the trifecta you want to go We saw Warren Beatty. He's a great actor. How about no one's talking about Warren Beatty anymore? Why? He was around in the 60s and 70s. All right, so he's a relic. I get it. So let's give the relic, the old guy, the envelope to open and give the finish. The worked finish of He is a great actor. He showed part. it last night. <laughs> well, that's my point. That's my point with the Oscars. You never know, and it's not just the finish. That's why the finish was a work. Who better than to work something than people that get paid to be workers? Yes. That's what actors are. They are workers. Big bullshit artist. They do that for a living. They lie and they laugh all the way to the bank. All the way. You people need to think. Think. You're getting worked. Buddy is stupid. These are actors. They work everybody. Why am I looking at a tweet that just came up on the screen on video? Please, Anthony, do your job properly or you will be fired on the spot. Yes. We have problems. I will yell. I will floggle everyone on this staff. That's how it is here, Dennis. You know that. A lot of flogglings take place. There was video that just flew up that should not have been there, sir. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. So anyway, so anyway, so the thing is this here, okay? Sorry, Anthony. I know you're new on the job. I, I get a little. I'm a little tough. I'm a kind of tough love coach. So, so look, you got actors that are doing that doing the whole thing here. They're doing the whole. Oh, whoa! Look at this. Who won? Whoa, whoa! La La Land Jones. Okay, well, please. I don't. Oh, I opened up the wrong card. You're a liar. 
Okay, and by the way, it's so easy to work this. And we, we saw this with the Miss Universe, with the Steve Harvey, we'll get there. But this is such an easy thing to work. You just gotta give the, the, the one people on the end the wrong envelope. And apparently, so let me just get this thing straight here with this botch. I'm explaining why it's a work. And I think Warren Beatty is part of the work. And maybe some big high-end executive producer on the gimmick. The Oscars. That's what I think. Okay? We have some audio, some sound, as they say in the biz, that we will play of what happened in the finish of the main event of the Oscars last night. Everything's in wrestling terms. I, that's how I deal with things. That's exactly what it's it sounds like. It's all in like wrestling terms. you know. So, so this is where they swerved us. I'll use all inside baseball terminology. I know all the, all the inside wrestling talk, how the wrestlers talk, and how they talk. I would imagine. I got that all down. I know the whole thing. So, so okay. So, so Warren Beatty gets this envelope. Let me set this up. He gets the envelope, and he, he struggles to announce what he's reading. He's fabaglasted, flabbergasted, fabaglasted, something like that. And he can't help himself. So, he's under the impression what he's reading, and he'll, he'll explain this later. He uh, that the uh, girl from Impa Nimba, Impa, no, the girl from uh, Lama La La Land, won for best actress. Who was Lama? <laughs> that, that one best documentary. Uh, I, dude, is it called the girl from La La Land? La, no, girl from La, La, La. The movie was La La Land. No, I know that, but the girl from Lama Land. Oh, she wrote in. I thought that was a different movie. <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> You can't double up on llamas. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway, why is the fan that on? I'm sweating my, my nuts off. So, um, that's a whole other story. So, okay, Emma Stones, right? She thinks she went, uh, not she doesn't think, she won earlier in the night. She had already won. Right, and then, the, then, then uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Warren Betty reads the thing because Emma Stone was in La La Lands, right? So he's a little confused because he's working. He's one of the greatest actors of all time. So why wouldn't he be the best guy to work us? We don't know when these people are telling the truth. I saw the one girl wonder what she's crying. I don't want to. Ah, you cry for a living. Why am I supposed to believe you when you cry for a living? You fake cry for a living. I real cry for a living. I cry every day. That's a whole nother story. I work my ass off. That's the problem. I'm, I'm crying. I'm, I'm, I'm dying over here. They're killing me. No days off. Anyway, I digress. So we're going to play the sound right now of Warren Beatty with the Oscars, where this botch in the main event of the Oscars and begin. The Academy Award. <laughs> for hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop. What was the pop for? What the people? It was a little mild pop there. What was that? He opened the envelope. He was struggling. And they laughed at the poor guy. Yeah, poor, old man can't read. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, you dumbass. <laughs> nice people in Hollywood, huh? Right. Oh, should have had The Rock come on today and talk about it. He was sitting there with his velvet jacket. He looked good. Shop dressed man. All right, all right let's play this again. Warren Bay, start the top, please. So he's opening the envelope. He's struggling. You really queued up the order at the wrong spot. Horrible. I'm really disappointed in you. But, yeah, continue. The Academy Award... Oh my God. For best picture. You're awesome. Come on. La La Land. Oh. False finish. Stop, they, they, stop, stop. That's called the false finish. One, two. Late kick out Jones, and, and the ref puts the, says, like, the match is over, 
and everybody pops. And it's like then the ref goes talks to the the ring announcer <laughs> off mic is hey oh no he picked his shoulder up there's actually not a finish that's what happens next here so keep keep playing thank you thank you all uh, thank you to the academy thank you to <laughs> Lionsgate now this is thank La La Land talking incredible Correct. cast and crew we're the all up here right talking. now guess we lost like a nerd. Way, but you know. nerd guys, guys, I'm sorry <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I missed that he said we lost by the way right he said yeah. we did the job basically let's okay. back up a little bit he said, basically said we did the job to our incredible cast and crew, we're all up here right now. We lost, by the way, but, what? you know. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. No, there's a, this, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Hold on, he and Heckless. What the fuck? <laughs> you son of a bitch! You heard the one guy. <laughs> That's, what are you fucking doing? Wait, we, we, we lost? <laughs> the Heckler came in too quick. That's the other part I think it's a work. What do you mean we lost? Yeah, keep playing. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Wow. Moonlight, Best Picture. Delayed building pop. Guys. Now they explain what happens here. This is uh, very unfortunate what happened. Personally, I blame Steve Harvey for this. But that was a Warren, what did you do? I wanted to tell you what happened. Stop, stop. I opened it's the before he tells us, do you notice that he had to bury poor Steve Harvey? Which that was a work too with the Mr. Universe. Or Mrs. Universe. Unless you're watching bodybuilding. Um, I said Mr. Universe. Sorry. I made she's, a miss, she's not married. No, no. It's, it's a woman. I said Mr. Universe, not oh, Miss, Miss Universe. When Steve Harvey. So the guy took it upon himself to bury and get no reaction Steve Harvey. Please. I keep playing this up because I'm done with this in about a second. Come on. I to tell you what happened. I opened the envelope. This is the warm baby. And it said, Emma Stone, La La Land. That's why I took such a long look at Faye and at you. I wasn't trying to be funny. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you weren't funny, Warren. Stop. Notice how he said Faye? That's like kayfabe. <laughs> so that, that's the other inside thing. So that just coincided that they picked Faye Dunaway. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. There's the connectivity. That's a little nod to the, the wrestling K-Fay. biz. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. See, that's what the people, rocks in the house. Let's. That's right. Rock knows. He sat things out. This will work. Let me just keep Faye. Everybody's they, shocked. They, rocks just sitting there nodding K-Fay. his head. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He's texting the boys. He's like, oh, they just actually Vince, actually Vince did this in 02. Actually, I think the Rock booked this angle. That's what I think. Come to think of it, we had a wrestler in the audience in the Rock, and I think and he Rock learned under the best of all time. That's Pat Patterson. So Rock, I think, was the guy behind this whole thing. Come to think of it. You just gave me an idea. I'll Makes be getting a text Checks later. out. I'll be getting a text. Bro, what are you saying that for? What are you doing? Guaranteed. All right, so where, where are we going now? So he, so basically, Juan Beatty now is explaining what he did, why it wasn't funny, and what the era was, right? That was... That was it. We're done with the audio. That was it. We're, so we're done with the audio. We're yes. Done. I'm done with the tablets. Okay, no problem. So basically, it's a work. The whole thing's a work because... Fiddy O'Brien knew it right away. He said it off air. He said, look, this, the ratings have been suck-ass. So they're trying to, you know, build up some people that people watch this thing, like, next year and all that. Like, Miss Universe. People are going to watch it. Did it happen already? The second one? I don't even know. See, I told you everybody's on top of it. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, like, people are going to, people are now, at least there's some intrigue in it. You know what I mean? Like, so, so that's kind of like, uh, uh, it, that's why it's a work. That's why it's a work. The whole thing's a work. The whole thing. 
Justin Timberlake, he uh, started to show off with a little tune. Actually, thought he did pretty good, the Justin Timberlake. I mean, um, can't sit here and say I was a big fan of his work or nothing like that, but he, he's a talented guy. There's no doubt about it. So I thought he was entertaining, uh, for sure. Um, what else happened on the on the house? You watched the whole thing? Uh, in and out. I'm not. I'm not very in tune with the Oscars. It's a bunch of uh, Hollywood elitists patting themselves on the back. Yeah, they're all kissing each other's asses. All right, so Justin Timberlake, like I said, he kicked it off. Big baby face amongst, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, all the internet marks like him a lot, and also uh, the, uh, the, the the marks in the audience, all the stars, you know what I mean? Uh, the opening song was interesting, though. While he was doing his song, everybody's going crazy. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, whatever song that was he was doing. And then, that was it. And then they show people, they show the stars in the audience, and who do you see? The Jackie Chan. And he's like, in, they put him like in the nosebleeds, and he's wearing sunglasses, and he's like, Ugh. he's like clapping, thinking I could kick everyone's ass in this room. Okay, that's what he's thinking. Jackie Chan was just shown like, a, did you see Jackie Chan? I believe he won an Oscar last night. Oh. So, I for no, none of the big stuff, but he, I, I think he did. My wife just called me a hack. <laughs> she texted me because <laughs> it's a long story. Something about the about the Oscars. She 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 told me, and I kind of hacked her. So that's <laughs> my wife. I'm allowed to hack. So <laughs> so she got hot. So um um. Jackie Chan won an Oscar. I thought he was just hanging out, bro. He, I googled Jackie Chan Oscars, and all the images say Jackie Chan brings panda bears as his Oscar date. Man, I wonder if he knows Kendo Stick Jones in a new YouTube video that Lee Mean put together. Where do you they, think? Where do you think Jackie Chan trained? Trained in the same dojo together. That could be. You know, a lot of those senseis, they're all friends. They all know each other. You know what I mean? Uh, what else? Real quick, Jimmy Kimmel. He hosted the gimmick, and uh, I actually thought he did pretty good. A lot of political shots. Uh, the whole thing. I'm not going to get into all of that. Some of it was funny. I ain't gonna lie. I, you know, no matter what your political views are, I mean, the guys get paid to entertain and be funny. I think Kimmel. I think in his model, not model, his whole thing. Throughout the show, in my opinion, all kidding aside, was a little too much. It got a little crazy. Like with his cell phone, he's like trying to like tweet at Trump. It was like, all right, dude, it was funny the first like hour and a half. I mean, leave it alone. Like, move on. You know, the thread for Kimmel ended up being the Trump stuff. I even tweeted something like, you know, drinking game. You know, every time he hit a shot at the, the Trump, then take a shot. You know what I mean? But... But yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't give a rat's ass from a political perspective. I just care about entertainment and funny. You know, um, uh, that's what I care about. I just try to be, just, I just want to laugh when I watch this stuff. So some of the stuff Kimmel said I thought was funny. As a host, I think he does a great job. You know, guys like him, Jimmy Fallon, these type guys, even Steve Harvey, these guys, they're not just talk show hosts, but these guys are stand-up comics. You know, they're talented entertainers. They're broadcasters also. So, you know, they're multi-talented guys. Kind of like me. I hate I hate to say it. No one else is going to, so I have to. But it's kind of like me. When I come out here on the mic, I kind of bring the wood. You know that. Cut from the same cloth. Yeah, I bring the wood, you chop the wood. And, and that's the thing. I, once, once I come out here on this mic, it's on, bro. You know that. You know how it is. So that's the deal. Uh, so uh, anyway, hey, uh, oh, oh, hey uh, Nick in New Orleans, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, Taz. How's it going, man? How are you, champ? Good moment. Good moment. Uh, first time, long time. Interesting. In the Yambag early in the morning. Not on a Monday. What's going on, buddy? What's up? Uh, just wanted to put my WrestleMania off the hooks in, and uh, I'll put you over. Well, hold on a second, sir. Did you, did you see any of the Oscars? Yeah, I just did a monologue on the Oscars. You have no comment. You just uh, care okay, about wrestling. So, uh, First time calling, I'm giving you a hard time. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did see. Uh, did see a little video of it. it I mean, 
<laughs> to work, bro. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what's your what's your what, 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 I'm sorry. Continue. I said, "There's um, they're going to blame Steve Harvey. What's up with that?" <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even <laughs> he wasn't even there. It's Steve Harvey's fault. Um, <laughs> all right. So what's up? What's your hooks? Match five. Uh, so match I'm five. Gonna, what, are you, what are you getting? Match five. Four. What are you doing? I'm just going to give you two of them and begin. All right. So I got a celebrity match. Uh, Thunderlips, Hulk Hogan, and Sylvester Stallone versus Mr. T and Apollo Crews. I like that. Apollo Creed or Crews? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then uh, Cruiserweight Invitational, got Juventud Guerrero, Dajiri, Lee Brian Kendrick, Kota Ibushi, Jamie Noble, Ultimate Drago, Rey Mysterio, and Neville. Man, that would be, like I said to a guy like a week ago, double ring Jones. Double ring that bitch right there. <laughs> really, bro. Thanks for calling, dude. I appreciate it, Big Nick. Oh, wait. You wanted something yeah, else man. to say. You had something else to say. I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, you? yeah, man. I just wanted to put you over, man. Uh, I usually listen to the audio on demand version of the show. Yes, sir. Because I work at night. Yep. And uh, I had to go to Houston for a wedding, so I held out two days, uh, two days shows worth, you know? Yeah. To hear the drive, man. It was... <laughs> I really appreciate all y'all do, man. Keep me through work every day. All right. Uh, just keep doing what y'all doing. I uh, listen, Big Nick. I appreciate that very much, brother. Keep it real uh, down there in New Orleans. How do you say it? New Orleans. Help me say it the right the way I'm supposed to say it. Uh, New Orleans. You said it right. No, but no. There's a way you guys say it. New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. There you go. New Orleans. See now, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, you know. I like New the Orleans. In- I don't like when people say that. That's yeah, that, completely that's, wrong. No, that sucks. No, I agree with you. Well, Nick, uh, I appreciate you, kid. Thanks, man. Thank you, man. See you, brother. So there you go. Another happy Taz Show fan. That's what we do here. Bring the wood on a regular basis. People call them what they're off the hooks. I see how I'm getting the guy into the acting. I got him into it. You notice that when I did that? I, you know, the man didn't even care about the Oscars. Uh, but I got him into that. And then uh, once I'm done with the Oscars here, this this segment of the Taz Show is almost done. But uh, just so I could just mention a couple of the notable uh, winners of the gimmick. So obviously Best Picture was a swerve. It ended up being Moonlight was winning. Uh, who was in Moonlight? What is it about? The, like, Is it about like, a couple looking at the moon, kissing? What is it? I... Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So, okay. Uh, actress in a leading role, the Emma Stone in La 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 Land. Not to be confused with what a llama land. Um, <laughs> she also won Best Picture. She won Best Picture? No, that was the... Oh, Funny no. Jones over here. Another guy. What do you, what do you think? You're Warren Beatty? Calm down. Okay, relax. <laughs> relax. Okay, only Warren Beatty can be that funny. Actor in a leading role is the Casey Affleck, which is the brother of the other Boston guy, Ben Affleck, which is the connection with the uh, Matthew Perry... Not Matthew Perry. What's his name? Matthew Jones. Damon. Matthew Damon Jones. Damon Jones, yes. Matthew Damon Jones. And he's another Boston guy, and they're all in cahoots with each other. It's basically uh, Swerve City Jones. Uh, the guy looked like a bum, okay, to Casey Affleck. And uh, he's got a, he's, he grew his face hair in for like a movie. So, uh, But it's all connectivity with the Boston. It's politics. Uh, the 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 Matt Damon is the uh, the director, the producer, and he hired his brother's friend. It's 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 a typical. They're, they're they're kids from Boston that grew up playing wiffle ball together. I mean that's what it is. And now now they're all making big bank, and they're from Boston, and they love Tom Brady, and it's friggin' annoying. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? And that's the problem. Okay, with everything. Uh, what else? Actor in a supporting role. No one cares about that because it's supporting. 
That doesn't. That means basically popcorn. So in the wrestling world, popcorn is the match after intermission, inside baseball terminology. And that basically is a popcorn match. That's after intermission. That's when you're coming back from getting your popcorn and your soda. And now you're watching, uh, good luck with this gentleman's name, Marahish uh, Ali. He won in Moonlight. It was actually a very good actor, this gentleman, uh, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? Because I thought you were just—I thought you were sarcastic until you said I've heard. I've so heard. then I knew. I actually really enjoy him. I don't know how to say his first name either, but oh, really? He was—he's uh, in House of Cards. Um, oh, wow, look at you—you're on top of this. Luke huh? Cage. I, I like him as an actor. No, no, I, I've seen him. He's very well spoken. I've sort of and been. He looks speaking. sharp. Sharp guy. He said some good things about his inspiration when he was young. I liked his expect acceptance speech. Never seen a guy in my life, to be honest with you. But but I gotta say, I, there's something about him. Liked I had a, I had a, I liked him. I had something about him I liked. Uh, First Muslim to win an Oscar. Oh, congrats to him. Actress in a supporting role. Okay, uh, we have Viola Davis in Fences. Now she's like, she's this great actress who does all the. She's very respected, right? She's a great actress, right? I don't know much about her. All I know is every time I see her, she's giving a very dramatic speech. For accepting a she wins every week. She wins something, right? She does. It seems that she's way. constantly winning, and we're late to break. It's fine. No one else is paying attention when the breaks off. It's okay. So, so she, she, uh, she's always crying though. And again, how do I know if you're really, you know, not not just her, but I'm not picking on her. I don't mean it like that. But they're actors, so I, it's tough to feel that they're being honest in their emotions. That's what I'm saying. So I'm gonna say the same thing about pro wrestlers. We're just bad actors. I mean, that that's what we are. Yes. I'm directing uh, La La Land. Uh, Damien Chesnitz, uh, he won. Uh, Chesnitz. Uh, young, I don't know how to say it, but I think you nailed it. Youngest ever. 32 years old, one month. What does that even mean? He's the youngest director to ever win. He's 32 years old and one month old. What? What does that well, even mean? Well, because uh, who was the? I forgot the one who it was like oh, Gone with the Wind or one of the old yeah. movies. Well, it's funny you the said director Gone with the was because that's where this is Gone with the Wind. <laughs> that's Gone with the Wind. Okay, you were saying get, finish your point, and I got to go to break. Come on. Uh, the youngest ever was thirty-two years, eight months. So oh, yeah? I couldn't just put thirty-two and thirty-two because you'd have been like, "That's a tie." So that's I had awesome. to go to the next. Okay, that's wait, great. Wait. That's great. No one cares. I, I, what? Before before you go to break, I just want one one thing I want to tell you. Okay. Yes. It's no surprise, Dennis. It's no surprise. The success of me is why this happens. That's how this goes. The day after the Oscars, all of this stuff on social media, Oscars, the flake gate, uh, not the flake gate, um, this envelope gate, that's what they're calling it. All of this, but yet my audience brings the wood and gets us trending. It's amazing. We're a worldwide phenomenon here on the Taz Show. Seriously. Okay, I have nothing else. All right, I'm going to go to break. Other side of break, uh, we will uh, take some calls. Got people calling. We got to give off the hooks myself and the dentist, the producer here of the Taz Show. But later on, we'll have Mike Johnson on a special rare, rare special, something like that, Monday uh, uh, appearance by the Mike Johnson on the Taz Show via the Skype. Phones are jamming. And uh, later on, we'll do a little raw preview. We got SOSM later on. And, uh, and that's really it. Tash, will be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
All right, Tad Show, back in Monday edition, trending edition. We are trending right now worldwide, which is nice. Thanks, everybody. Getting the show trending. Been uh, chatting up here about the Oscars and how to work and how you can't work me, baby. Uh-uh. My audience knows. They're all smart fans. We know the deal. Right now, uh, at WWE Front Row tweeted, hashtag the Taz Show trending number three. Trending Jones, we over. Yep. you damn right. That's how we roll, bitch. Damn right. And it's because of the audience. The best. The best. People could talk all the smack. They could say what they want, that they're the best show, and they got the best audience. Ah-ah! No! No! Wrong. And some of you guys cheat on me. I know that. Be the worst song I've ever heard in my life. But somebody, somebody's, some, some of you, you do know people cheat on us, right? You're aware of this, right? Yeah, it's not a good feeling. No, it's not. It hurts. It, it's sad. So they cheat me, and they go listen to other shows. It's okay. Yeah. I hope they don't physically cheat on us. That'd be. I don't know. I don't really care. You know, as long as they support my show, it's all good. I'm joking around, but look, thank you for getting the show trending. I pre- we got to keep it going, though. We got a long time. The show's far from over. Got to do a raw preview in a little while. Got a special edition of uh, PW Insider Report coming up at the top of the hour. Mike Johnson will be here on the Skype. <coughs> got a special guest that's going to come on. Not today. Uh-uh. Not today. I'm not talking about today. Nope. Not today. Not today. Not today. I'm talking about in about a week and a half. Special guest coming on. And I want to give you guys a hint. You know who I'm talking about, I think, Dennis. So, yeah. Uh, how do, yeah, how do you... All right, I want to see how you give this hint. Let's... Uh, uh, very easy. I got it. She's easy on the eyes. Let's just put it that way. Narrows it down. Special guest who's never been on the Taz show. How about that? What was that effing... Whatever Oh, that, here we go. Well, listen, dude, I'm just going to let you know. Whatever that song was, I never want to hear it again. Ever on the show. I'm just... Just mark it down. Never again. Never. I'm going to give you some... It sucked. So I... When... Uh, I'm so sick of it with you, bro, with the music. <laughs> you better hope Seth isn't listening, bro, because you will be in deep crap. When Anthony and Video Brian popped their heads in, I said, Hey guys, um, do you have you got a you got a rejoin requested? Brian said, I would like to hear the Eagles one of those one of these nights. Listen, I love the Eagles, and I don't know what version of one of these nights that was. One of these nights. It was, it was the instrumental. It was. It wasn't, dude. You tried that with the number one spot too. You played like a cover, and it wasn't uh, ludicrous a while back. And people noticed. People told me, dude, the guy's not playing real people. Well, I, I know you got to edit Jones in the no, podcast, no, the, but the editing's it's an audio on demand. That that was not. It didn't sound like the Eagles one of these nights. But you, it's okay. you don't you don't like lyrics, so it's tough to find. Like it's not that I don't like lyrics, sir. I like really good music that's real. Okay, you know what? I, I just you are the. I got you. You are, yeah. You say that every week. You got no, me. no. This is the first time I got you. <laughs> In the past, I had you. Now I got you. Uh, yeah, no, you got me right. You get me every friggin' break. <laughs> Make me miserable out here. All right, gonna That's get to the phones in best. a sec. Listen, I gotta give my off the hook. So do you, sir. I also want to let you know the hat I'm wearing. This is the orange Rover hat. There's there's very few left. They restocked a couple more. You see right there, look, the Dennis Jones has his in his hand. He just let it, he tees you going by. Puff and Brody, both sides. Custom label on the inside. Look at the back of it right there. The Taz show, the whole thing. Wow. Show them the label on the inside, bro. That's big league stuff right there. Big boy stuff. Big boy embroidery. Custom label, custom everything. 
Okay, go to clothesline.com and get, there's a few left on the orange. The black are sold out. There's a few orange left. I know that much. So try and grab it. I'd hustle. So these things are, they're, they're not that cheap. They're $34.99 and they're shipped worldwide, you know, but it's, they're very expensive to make. So that's that's why they went that way with it. All right, before I get to the phones and get people's off the hooks, other stuff, I got to give my off the hooks. So do you. Uh, I got to tell you, Dennis, right now, I think I have the best off the hook. I don't, I don't want to exaggerate here. This could be one of the top off the hooks. This should actually, I, I was 10, kind of feel like I should make this my main event of my fantasy book at WrestleMania. Why are you going to use it at five then? Because I have other things. That's why. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go first. Uh, uh, we have our fancy Dan open. We do. Let's do it. The Off the Hook series with Taz. A weekly three match mini supercar. Fantasy booking at its best. You guys can tweet this out. This off the hook. Make sure you use hashtag the Taz or hashtag we over. Dude, this is phenomenal. This is my fifth match, fancy book, and WrestleMania, one-on-one -on -one match, no titles on the line, no nothing. The door's open for some reason. I don't know why the door's open, but I'm just letting you know. We live in a barn. No, but I need you to close that door because I, I had someone just walk by that that's not part of my show and gave me a dirty look. And I don't, you know how I am when people look at me. I'm like a dog, bro. The only person that can give you a dirty look is me. That's right. And the guy gave me a look like, dude, why don't you shut up? He gave me that look, and I swear, I almost sprung out of my chair. Pew! And just like put the beat down on that son bitch. Don't ever look at me like that, damn janitor. But anyway, so uh, here's my off the hook. Okay, this is phenomenal, bro. Phenomenal. We're going new versus old, and it's interesting because of some of the history of the social media from the one legend towards the current guy. Real simple, right at you. Seth Rollins versus Bret Hart. Done. Dude, are you kidding me? Done. That is phenomenal. That, that's a great match. I don't know why there's no reaction from you, the producer of the show. The audience is popping. That's not a good match. That's a great that's a, match. That's a great match. I'm. You looks like did someone give that? I don't know because you look, no, you, you no, look surprised. I'm, I built this thing up like it's the greatest. I'm surprised that you wanted to that you want to use it at five. I'm, no, it's a great I, I, match. You're making me feel like like people have heard this before. They, no, maybe they did, bro. Seven concussions. Maybe they did. I have not heard that. Oh, God. Now you got me all insecure. No, it's a phenomenal. All right. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> You're like Warren Beatty. <laughs> You're a great actor also. <laughs> all right. What's your rough up? I'm going to do a big just just man meat in the ring. Man. That was uh, that was a so poor choice. So are you a fan of the spotted dick, as we know? That's yeah, a history yeah. there. Of, of English, the English food, I should say. But, God, continue, sir. Uh, I'm going to have Andre the Giant versus Big Show versus Braun Strowman versus Kane. Wow. Just four large Andre, men. Andre, Kane, Big Show, and who was that one? Braun Strowman. That's... Just four men just. Ah! As you put it, massive man meat. That's what you said. I'm just saying. Direct quote. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that's it. That's, that'd be. That's a heavy. You gotta. They're gonna have to reinforce the reinforce ring. Reinforce the ring, as we heard. You gotta reinforce the ring. Absolutely. Hey, Andrew in New Mexico, you were on the Taz show. What's up, pal? Hey, Taz. Um, I have. I uh, wanted to ask the hook, and I have a question about ring entrances. I wanted to ask you about. Yes, sir. Okay, so my after hook will be um, the uh, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, um, versus the Bulgarian Brute Rusev. I like that. 
I don't think I've heard that one yet. I, f- I find that pretty good right there, Andrew. I like that one. Good job, buddy. And what's your questions on ring entrances? So you talked a few months back about um, how music entrance is really important to build, like, the mystique or for that character on the way to the ring. Yes. And I had a question about, um, so, you know, I was watching some old SmackDowns, and um, you, you probably remember. Do you remember how... Um, Tony Chimmel used to announce, like, Edge. I- I'm not going to do it because I can't do it like that, but... Well, no, um, no, wait, wait, no, because you have to remind <laughs> me, Andrew. And Tony is the biggest goofball ever, but I love him. Don't get me wrong. He's a funny guy, but no one knows that. But, Tony, okay. uh, can you do the impersonation, please? Making his way to the ring, the rated R superstar. How we'd like with um uh, Dude, Andrew, fun. why would you not... That, son, that was phenomenal. Why would you not want to do that? You did a great job. Andrew, seriously, that was really good. Do it one more time, bro. One more time. Now you're in your your wheelhouse. Do it one more time. The rated R superstar. Perfect. Are you familiar with the Scooby and the Do? Yes. Cheeky Scoops. <laughs> no, I'm teasing Andrew. That was a good job, though, buddy. But what about it? So Tony Chimble, Chimble, Tony Chimel, I should say. Yeah, that's what you do. You want to give like a different uh, inflection. Yeah. You can't do it for everybody, but it's important. You know, it's a, it yeah. helps build the guy. You know. Yeah, and growing up, so like when I was, because I'm part of that younger generation. I'm I'm 21 now, and growing up, like um, Edge was like on top on SmackDown. Um, like right after he left Raw, he just kept building those championships. And he and he was like one of the key plays for me growing up. So I remember um, Tony Chimmel for like I don't know if you remember SmackDown 900 um, a few months back. They even brought back Tony Chimmel to make Edge's announcement. Well, um, I was actually there, but I oh, left yeah. before the show. Yeah, I was there. They, I had to go there for some business for the ECW shoot. But then I, when the show was on, I was actually driving back uh, to New York in a limo. Yeah. So I did not see the show. Humble Jones. But, Andrew, I appreciate you uh, calling, buddy, from New Mexico. Because see what you said right there, brother? That made you remember. that, that Chimmel did such a good job that you remember that entrance the way he did it because he made it special for Edge. The rated R superstar. You do a better than me. Do. do it one more time before we hang up. Okay, the rated R superstar. There you go, Andrew. Thank you, Scoops. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks. All right. Scoop, you do a pretty good Scooby there, by the way. Oh, drinky Scoops. <laughs> they are being made now. Twitter's blowing up with the, the Dennis and, and the Bro. Scooby. Bro. <laughs> the redheaded chick was hot, bro. No, uh, not the redhead. The, which one Velma was? was the one with the glasses. No, not the other Daphne one. Daphne was the, the redhead. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. There was only two, right? Was there a yes, third? Yes. I don't the, know. The other one. I know my Scooby-Doo voices. I don't know my Scooby-Doo. Females. Yeah, ladies. Ladies aren't my strong suit. You know I'm. Well, you like big man meat in the ring. What are you going to do? I mean, that's what you just said earlier. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I, that, that's what you said. You know, I might fly a different way. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you. So, so that's that's really it. But you need to be careful, sir, what you say when you I, word things. Trust me on that. You got to really be careful on that. Oh. Um, what? what? I so think. You want to say? I think I. What was uh, what was the last caller's name? That was, uh, was name? Ezekiel. No, Andrew from New Mexico. Andrew, yeah. I have, I have something for Andrew. I want to see if it works. Oh, you have something. <laughs> He nailed it. Oh, 
It's just a tribute of, of Tony just. That is tremendous. Well, Andrew, Andrew nailed it, and you did too, sir. Look at the lumberjack bringing the wood. Father not worrying about himself. He's more concerned with bringing the rock. Okay, please stop the audio. He's more worried about the audience getting a proper show. Timber! Good job. Jinkies, Taz. <laughs> Hey, uh, Marty in Watertown, New York. You're on a Taz show. What's up? Hey, Taz. I had uh, some off the hook, and I wanted to ask you a question about SmackDown. Oh, go. Do, do, go right. for it. Yeah. So, uh, quick question about off the hook. How many matches do you guys play on total? That's a good question. Uh, we, we, the goal is, right? I how mean, many we, have we done, or how many are we going to we, do? We're on five now. I don't think he's asking. He's asking eight. Well, you sh we've got to go up until the week of WrestleMania. That's the goal here. Uh, can you help us with the math, Marty? Marty. Marty. I think. Hello. Yeah, you there, buddy? Okay, you look. No, yeah. I'm saying we're trying to. You have a calendar handy, Marty? Uh, yeah, I can open that up. Yeah, okay, take your time. Let you, so, we can work it out with you right now. Figure, tell me when you're ready when you get the calendar. He said, "We'll figure it out." You know when? <coughs> excuse me. Cause you'll help us here. That's what I do. I interact with the okay. audience. You ready, bud? There's four more weeks. Hold on, Marty. Please, sir. You cannot speak over the sound effects store. Uh, there's, there's how many more weeks? Four more weeks after this week. Cool. So that means we'll do nine. So Dennis, as usual, was wrong. So we will do... Right, Dennis, you're wrong or not? Marty's uh, saying it's four more weeks until WrestleMania. One, two, three, four. Yeah, Marty, one, Marty's correct. Test one, two. What's that? Marty is correct. Yeah, Marty knows. You said five and th 35, eight, seven. He was wrong. Okay, Marty, yeah, so we'll, we'll do... My strong we'll suit. do four more, sir. How can I help you? All right, I'm going to give mine really quick. I have a uh, beginning with Shinsuke versus Jericho. That's one. Yes, two. And then New Day versus Sanity. Cool. Three. And then an uh, undefeated streak versus undefeated pay-per-view streak. Asuka versus Charlotte. You don't have a history of defeating people with their undefeated streaks, right? Yeah. I'm just saying. Continue. And then a 15-minute championship scramble for the Cruiserweight Championship. Neville versus Tony Nese versus Brian Kendrick. I like that. Roderick Strong. Versus Austin Aries versus Hideo Itami. I like the vernacular of scramble. I like I like that. I like that whole concept, but I do. I like that. And then number five is Revival versus Sheamus and Cesaro versus American Alpha. Uh, not crazy about that one, but the other ones I thought were real good, just to be honest. I'm being honest with you. I, can't, I, I gotta be honest, bro. You know what I mean, Marty? It's all good, though. All right, and I had a question about well, your time on SmackDown. Yeah. So, are we ever going to see a Taz memoir? A Taz uh, memoir? What do you mean? Like, a, what is a memoir? Like a picture? Like autobiography. Oh, all right. Uh, you mean like a book? Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. You know why? Because then, you, I, I, you know, you, you, you got like any stuff about any uh, people you didn't like, I think, in the business. So people that you maybe had an issue with, you kind of have to do that. And I try not to do that. I try not to bury it. I don't believe in the shoot interviews of the books, so I, I I'm not I'm not into that. But I don't think so. Don't kind of side, dude. I don't I'm not into the book thing. You know what I mean? I really am not. I mean, uh, I don't think so. Why? You want to read a book about me? I like reading books. Oh well, that you're smarter than me. That's I read Twitter, unfortunately, and I don't even want to. But no, I don't think so, dude. I mean, maybe one day. You know, I mean, CBS. Uh, I know they they've talked to me about that in the past. To be honest with you, and. Uh, uh, Blackout Jones, and um, you know, I know they've said that to me, so I don't know, maybe uh, maybe down the road, though, Marty, but I appreciate it, buddy. Dude, the light blew up. Thanks for calling. Oh. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, I don't know what happened there, but uh, you know, uh, how are we looking on social media, by the way, because we got Mike uh, Johnson coming up here shortly. I know that. Are we still, oh, we're still hanging in, I think, buddy. I'll take a peek when you get a chance. 
I think we're still hanging in there. Taz is still trending. Oh, trending. Still trending. Yes, yes, yes. It's tough to keep going because now there's a lot of stuff people are trending about. Uh, there's different, like the Moonlight Gate. Uh, come on, please. Hashtag Moonlight Gate. I, I already covered that. Envelope Gate. I mean, please, I covered that too. I mean, what, that, 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 this show brings it all to you. I'm giving you finishes to wrestling matches, comparing acting to acting to, to the wrestling business. I mean, I, I, really, who's going to? No, you can't top it. You can't top this. You can't. You can't touch this. Don't. That's <laughs> uh, good that you said that. Don't. Uh, who do we uh, have here? We have Matt in Florida. You're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, good moment and a choo-choo to the lumberjack. Choo-choo. What's up, buddy? Uh, I would like to get my off the hook, and then I got a two-part question about uh, NXT and uh, Finn Balor. Go for it. Okay, my off the hook match is Kevin Owens versus the flamboyant Eric Embry. Wow, I remember Embry. Embry. Okay, yep. And the question is, uh, Finn Balor came out on NXT last week, and it was you know tweeted about. I was wondering if that return was a little wasted on NXT. And the second part is, do you think that um, an NXT type stable is going to start in uh, WWE with well, Triple H? Uh, okay. You know, uh, Sorry, continue. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, just putting together guys, established guys who owe their chance to Triple H and are going to you yeah. know, start that type of stable. I don't think it would be a good idea. I, I said this before, bro. I, I don't. I don't know if they're going to do that. They might. Um, they might. And thank you for calling, Matt. It, it, it smells like they might be. And back to the thing about Finn Balor that you said, I, I agree with you. I don't think they should have had Finn on NXT, and I think that's going to happen this Wednesday because they taped it last week at University of Central Florida, as the kids called it, the UCF. But um, I don't think they should have done that. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I think he's a raw guy. He's been out injured. Let, that, let people, first time they see him back from his injury is on raw. But... Maybe they are. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're corralling Triple H. is going to have these guys underneath him, and they're doing a stable. And Maybe there's a much bigger story I can pitch into this that we don't know about. I mean, it's tough to predict that. It could be. I mean, I don't, I don't think it would be horrible if they did it. I don't think they should personally. Um, I just don't. I think that if you're going to have a clean break from NXT and people are moving into Raw and, or SmackDown and you have you had your draft and all this, you got to stay the course on that. I do. Um that's just my opinion. I, I I I was very surprised to hear that Finn last week wrestled uh, or made an appearance. I don't know if he wrestled. He wrestled. He made an appearance. I made an appearance. We don't want to. We don't want to do spoilers anyway. So I got to be careful with that. No, I didn't realize because we're just, we're right. just chatting. You know, I mean, that's what I do. I chat and I trend. Chat and I trend. That's a that's a good slogan. Used to be lying and laughing. Now it's chatting and trend. Another hashtag. Just hashtags everywhere. I got a plethora of hashtags. Dark match right now. If you watch the video. Yep. <laughs> No light needed here. Oh, no. We need the Mike Johnson to do the clap on. We can't on. get everything to work at the same time. We had the Skypers broke, and the lights were working here. Now the Skype is working, and the lights don't work. Ah, uh, Don't jinx it yet. The Skype should be working. I actually hope it doesn't work. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm nothing against Mike. It's not about Mike. I just hope it doesn't work. I went easy on the eyes. Jones comes on in about a week and a half. I hope it works then. Yes, I'll tell you that right now. So will you. Yeah. that one. Yeah. So, uh, so. Yes. Dennis knows where I'm uh, going. Uh, you know, after my off the hook, maybe not. I am into some. I'm not going to say it again. What the hell goes wrong with you, psycho guy? <laughs> All right, look, we got to go to break. We're going to go to break uh, for a minute early here. And then uh, on the other side of break, we'll have Mike Johnson. Uh, rock and roll here in the Taz Show. You can call, give you off the hooks if you want. 866-475-2948. Very busy show. Trending Jones. Going to give a raw preview later on. 
Um, I'm very happy with my off the hooks. And I thought that uh, Dennis, you brought a pretty cool off the hook too. So it's pretty cool. We're trending. Uh, we're lying. We're laughing. Uh, we're, we're, we're Oscars. We're doing everything. We're, we're, I don't know what we're doing. What was the uh, trending and... What was it? It was good. I can't remember. Chatting and trending. No, was it chatting and trending? Yes. No, are you sure? Was it chatting? Aunt Anthony said chatting and trending. I trust him. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look at the, uh, the the gimmick chat over at Tashow.com. You guys can go on there, by the way. You know that. And uh, you can talk to each other while you watch the show at Tashow.com. Freebie jokes. All right, Tasho, I'll be right back with a special edition of the PW Insider Report, a Monday edition. Mike Johnson, via the Skype on the Tasho, when we come back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Good news, bad news. We're live. We're streaming, we're screaming, body sims and beyond. Top of the hour, Jones. One hour down, one hour to go. Gonna give a raw preview a little bit. Good news, bad news. Good news is Mike Johnson will be on momentarily. Bad news for Mike, this is, will not be on Skype. Good news for everybody else. <laughs> Skype's not working with Mike's on. No, no, the thing is that that pisses me off. I was told that the Skype machine was working. And it's not Anthony's fault, it's not Video Brian's fault. It's above those guys from a video perspective, and it, I'm just sick of this, dude. It's like I, 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 I'm just getting lied to by the friggin' people that are involved with the, 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 the technica- the, uh, the, uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The techniques of the, not the word, the, help me! The nuts and bolts, the technical The technical people. side. Of They're lying. They're saying, I got an email last week. Skype's working now, buddy. All right, here, Taz, you're the best. Okay, great. Well, Stop that's, working. That's the problem. You can't trust people from the 1920s sending emails today. Um, ah, see? See, how? Huh? Hey, what do you say now? Hey. No, but really, dude. It's like, you know, it's not right. It's not. I, I mean, I, and believe me, I would love to blame you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, re- I would love to be blamed. I really would. I'd love to blame you more than anybody. Do you think I hate you? No, no, no. I never said that. Well... You should stop thinking that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm oh, maybe I do. No, 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 I'm teasing. But, but, um, no, nah, man, it's like it's annoying. Mike Johnson is, you know, a very important guy, and he's a he's a big supporter of the Taz Show. Everybody at PW Insider is, and Mike Johnson brings the wood. He brings the wood. He's got some good information, or some. I want him to break down some detail on this Brock Lesnar, Mark Hunt situation, because I know he's covered the story heavily. And I can't have him on Skype. I'm going to have him on the phone. Okay, we're ready for this fancy day and open. In a three, two, one. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Hey, uh, Mike, uh, you on the show, buddy. Uh, sorry about the Skype. I-, I feel like I won the Academy Award for Best Picture, and then <laughs> Moonlight came, speared me, and took it. <laughs> Will you stop? Bro, I covered all this at the top of the show. It was phenomenal. It was tremendous. Amazing TV. Uh, they didn't want it to be, but it was anyway. It's a work. The whole thing's a work. Warren Warren Beatty. That's his name, right? Warren Betty? Warren yes, Beatty. Warren Beatty. He, 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 the guy I tweeted earlier, he should be a promoter from in the Indies in uh, friggin' Jersey from back in the late 80s. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a worker. It's Swerver, man. I'm telling you, the whole thing is a Swerve City Jones for sure. Uh, everything's a work, as you know, bro. You know, hey, look. So, look. I was talking about this um, earlier. 
I don't know much detail. I know you covered it. I wanted you to handle it. This is something you guys covered on PW Insider late last week, I believe, about Mark Hunt, lawsuit, all this stuff, Brock Lesnar. Take it away, bro. All right, so Mark Hunt is the UFC fighter who fought Brock Lesnar at UFC 200 this, in the summer of 2016, lost to Brock. Brock, as it turned out, failed a drug test prior to the fight and then a second drug test the night of the fight. That's why he ran afoul of the uh, Doping Association and the Nevada State Athletic Commission and ended up suspended in the state of Nevada. And Brock has now announced he's retired again from MMA competition. So Mark Hunt, the last three times he fought, he ended up fighting opponents that turned up to be drug test failures. Mm. Brock and then the two guys before him. So last month, Mark filed a lawsuit against Brock personally, against UFC President Dana White personally, and against UFC itself, alleging that UFC conspired to put him into the octagon with a guy who was not a clean fighter and hurt Mark Hunt's ability to make money and his ability to uh, compete fairly by putting him into an unfair situation because he was a clean fighter. Brock was not. This is not the first time it's happened. It's happened two or three times before. uh, Three times total, I should say. And he is claiming that there was a conspiracy between Brock and UFC and members of UFC management Mm. to get Brock on the show. And his argument is they rushed to get Brock on because they needed a marquee fight for UFC 200. And Brock did not go through the usual testing procedures because you have to be tested. When a retired fighter comes back, they have to be tested for a certain amount of months before they're allowed to fight. Mm. Um, Brock was kind of exempt to that. He got tested maybe two months or six weeks before he fought, and that was it. Usually it's like two or three months. Right. And he's claiming that they've hurt his ability to make money and that this is an ongoing situation. And what's interesting is he claims there's an enterprise of different people and organizations that are associated to perpetrate this conspiracy in order to make themselves money, pointing out that the Brock fight was important because the company needed to make money and needed to have a big marquee event, UFC 200, because it was right before IMG WME bought the company from the Fertitta brothers. Um, And therefore, they all made tons of money because this thing was sold for billions of dollars. And Brock made a ton of money, far more than his purse because of pay-per-view buy rates and, and royalties and whatnot. Right. And Mark Hunt was left in the dust. What's interesting about it is, and I want to make this clear, that they are not a party as of this discussion to the lawsuit. He lists WWE as one of the people who would benefit from this enterprise. Wait, you're, you're talking Mark Hunt does? Mark Hunt does. Um, well, he's just trying to, I mean, oh, going that far is a little ridiculous. He's throwing out the biggest net he can. He's trying that's, to catch butterflies. That's ridiculous, yeah. Uh, let me ask before you continue, Mike, so mm-hmm. it might be an obvious question, but I, I, I'm not too close to the situation, so pardon my ignorance. But, so, dude, uh, I guess this guy Hunt, uh, and he's no relation to Mike Hunt, but I, I guess he's basically, what, wow, Dennis, what? Oh, God. Sorry, Mike. Dennis is being a professional, my producer. What are you laughing at? I'd be able to see that if I was on Skype. Oh, look at this guy. Here's my thing. Dennis, do you have something to say before I continue my question? No, no, good. Go ahead. I just thought maybe Mike and Mark were brothers. But anyway. (laughs) It's a good family. (laughs) The thing is this. I assume that Mark Hunt has no desire to fight in UFC ever again because there's no way they're booking this guy. Well, that's I I, I, I pretty much feel like 
he's committed career suicide working for UFC, and he's still under contract to them. Right. But I mean, listen, if, if you if if I turned around and sued PW Insider. I ain't going to be posting on that website anymore. You know what I, I mean? actually think like, you should sue them, to be honest with you. Speed up inside. It's a good idea. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah, you know, yeah, we'll bring uh, you here full time. attorneys, Dewey Cheatham and how to work on that. <laughs> All right, but go yeah, continue. It's, it's, it's an interesting situation. You know, he claims that, you know, WWE, you know, they're, they're a member of this enterprise that allowed this conduct. Because he's basically saying is that, Lesnar and his previous opponents, who uh, off the top of my head I believe were Victor Bel- Belfort and Frank Mir, that they're all conspiring with UFC to circumnavigate the testing procedures so that they can make their money fighting, and then when they find out that they failed these tests, UFC is supposed to step in and penalize these fighters, and one of the listed penalties in the UFC rulebook is Let's say Brock fights, he beats Mark Hunt. Right. They find out Brock failed the test, which they did. The, ma- the result of the match now becomes a new contest. And one of the things they can do is take Brock and fine him his salary and give it to the opponent. Wow. And Hunt's like, go ahead, I want that to happen. <laughs> and obviously, they have oh. not done that. So that's another reason why he's suing. So it's, UFC and Brock and Dana White have until the 28th, which, as you know, is this week, yeah. to respond to this lawsuit. So, but, well, how, Mike, how much is he suing for? He is suing for... I'm grab my notes. Yeah, no, no, problem, no problem. Because um, uh, it sounds like he's... Uh, uh, $2.5 million. I thought, it'd be more, I thought it'd be more than that, to be honest. I thought, I thought it'd, Usually a lot of people, when they do these type of lawsuits, they sue above what they think they're going to get or want to get. You know what I mean? Um... Two point five million dollars. I, you know, who knows? It sounds like UFC might do a sidebar gimmick with him to let him just go away. You know, I would. Um, I'll, the reason he's suing for two point five is his Lesnar made the defendants made money in excess of two point five million dollars. So he's actually, if you think about what he's suing for, it, it sounds to me like more of his problem. Unless I'm misunderstanding. Sounds to me like more of his problem is with UFC, not Brock. Not that he doesn't have a problem with Brock. I mean, Brock beat his ass. That, <laughs> Brock that, did do that. That's indeed. a problem. He did beat um, his ass, and he probably wants to beat it again. But 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 the thing is, it sounds like his issue is more with UFC. Yeah, I think the issue is with UFC because he feels this has been a pattern of behavior that has not been corrected despite his complaints. Yeah. And he's been very vocal way before he filed this lawsuit about uh, fighters that he gets into the octagon with being, quote-unquote, doped up. On, on, on different things that they fail for. And here he is. He's living a clean lifestyle. He's doing what's asked of him. And he's uh, doing that as a detriment to his career because he's in, he's in fights with other guys. And these, if he, one, if he loses, it doesn't help his career. It doesn't help his marketability. And two, even if he loses and he, they find out that the other fighter was doped up, it's a no contest. So it's not like he's getting the win. It's not like he's getting more money. So what he's basically saying is the entire system is rigged against fighters like himself, and he wants it fixed. And, you know, what's also interesting is he is suing, claiming that all of this, all of these allegations would fall under the Racketeering Act, which, if that's the case, I mean, (laughs) that's a big net, and that's a net that the federal government would certainly raise their eyebrow at and and, and look to pursue. Sounds like he's got an attorney. It sounds like... Bro, it sounds like he's got an attorney that's on a massive witch hunt, money grab Jones. Um... 
he's going after everything and everybody. Look, it, I, I can understand if he's got a problem. But look, this is big boy sports. Mm-hmm. I can understand, though, to a degree, if he's got a problem, with, hey, if you test on the guys for, for performance-enhancing drugs and they're on stuff and I'm getting tested also and I'm on nothing and they win and I make less money and lose money, okay, I, I understand that. I don't think you should sue, but I, it, it, this is sports. This is especially MMA and boxing. These are the most combative, physical, demanding sports. You know, it's yep. a one-on-one fight. So it's a little bit you don't hear this much. But is he is he have a gripe? What you're saying, dopey? Like, is he have a gripe with people that come up dirty with uh, recreational drugs besides performance enhancement drugs? Just everything, everything across the board. Uh, you know, if you feel for any. You know, if you fail for marijuana, you're you, you're going to get in trouble, and you under right. the, the 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 testing agencies. So it's everything across the board. It's not just performance enhancing drugs. Um, just to follow up on something we talked about, uh, in regards to what he's suing for, he requested a jury trial and demands Brock's purse and pay per view proceeds be surrendered to him, wow. and also claimed that UFC should surrender a proportionate share of its profits from UFC 200 in an amount to be proven at trial. So the 2.5 million is just the beginning, because that's Brock's uh, uh, alleged uh, first yeah, 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 for just yeah. stepping into the into the octagon. Ugh. He's looking for all the other money, meaning pay per view revenue, royalties, yeah. maybe T shirt sales. Like he's he's casting a wide net. And and listen, that's a smart move by his attorney because until the the opposing side argues against it and the judge agrees with UFC or Brock, why wouldn't he try and go for that? He's going to go for broke on this. I think when you do something like this as an athlete or a fighter. Um, I think that you you might it might crush your brain, your agent, your lawyer probably talk to you about this before you make this public. Hey, look, dude, there's a good chance you're not fighting not just UFC ever again, but anywhere because you're gonna get you know other promoters are not gonna be you know you get blacklisted. Yeah, that's I I, I gotta be honest. Uh, you know, a promoter is not gonna want to book this guy because he's he's blowing a whistle on things. I mean, I, I look, I'm not saying he's wrong. Trust me, I'm not saying cheating's good. But I've talked about performance enhancement drugs in professional sports before. I have a different take on it than other people. I don't condone it. But you know what? I, I believe in it, it, these are grown-ass men and women. Um, uh, not that they should be allowed, but a lot of people cheat the, the, the process and know how to get around the system. Not you know, and You hear about it in the NFL. You hear about it in, in pro baseball and all different sports. I don't know. I'm not one of these people that's a big... Uh, you know, yeah, this guy was came up dirty on uh, anabolic steroids, so get rid of him. I, I don't, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't. Not uh, in collegiate sports, different story. You know, scholastic sports, different story. But something with grown adults, I, I'm a little different, Mike, than that. But, but, you know, I think that Mark Hunt is trying to uh, uh, just get a big payday here. It sounds like he's probably feels that this is like he's legitimate in, in his gripe here too. Yeah, and this is, you know, like I said, this is something he's been griping about for a long time before the lawsuit was filed. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I fought Brock and I have sour grapes, so I'm going to try and get back at him by suing. I think Brock was just a bigger fish than, and he's suing, you know, he's, he's alleging Frank Mir and, and Victor Belfort were, were also a party to this, but obviously Brock is a big name, and if you want to get attention for something, it's, it makes sense to go after him as, well, as well as UFC. Mike, I just uh, I want to thank somebody on Twitter for this, Mike, so pay attention, uh, uh, you know, and also you, the Dennis Jones. So what happened was uh, Jonathan P., at Sir J.P., uh, P-E-E, said uh, he tweeted me something. says, Mark Hunt agrees to face Alistair Over- Overeem uh, at UFC 209 on one condition. When is this from? 
I don't know when this is from. Is this uh, is this something new here? I guess um, Jonathan, uh, this gentleman, a fan of the show here, is said Hunt is booked to fight Overeem, uh, even though he's suing them. Wow, that's interesting. Well, it is interesting. I guess UFC has to maybe has to treat it as business or business as usual, or else they're going to open themselves up to another can of worms. I, I guess so, right, dude? I mean, but God, they, and they could, but they could book whoever they want to book. But I guess to your point. Yeah, they don't want they don't want to have more heat from this guy, and then then a judge could say, "Hey, wait a minute, you're over here suing these guys. They're still booking you. They're giving you an opportunity to make money. So it's actually probably smart by UFC." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, wow, that's why I have the greatest audience, Mike. See, uh, I get fans that give me this information at uh, uh, Sir P, uh, Jonathan P. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. I gave you a shout out. That's how I roll. I'm not a hack like these other guys, Mike. You know what I mean? I know. So, You're not a hack. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I don't want you to be a hack either. I want you to aspire to go higher with things. You know. So I, I really do, Mike, because you have potential. You know what I mean? I'll try. Thank you. I, appreciate I, I that. think on the social media we're doing pretty well too. I, I think uh, Dennis Jones will let you know that. It's been going on since uh, well 7 a.m. since the show started, Mike. You know things are going. Jazz is still trending. Oh no no no! He's still trending. Here he is. Trending, trending. You're welcome, Mike. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Finally, so I'm part of something successful. You've been part of something successful, and it's called PW Insider, my friend, because you guys do a great job, and you're a Thank big you. part of that, you and the Dave Shearer. You guys really I, I are. Pre- I appreciate that. Thank and you. it's a rare, rare Monday for you to come here on the Taz Show, and you bring the what is usual. You do a great job. I mean, uh, uh, you kind of come back on the show tomorrow if we invite you. I, I will be happy to come back. I'll stay the whole show if you want. I don't care. Oh, easy, easy. I'll don't, come back Wednesday, too, listen, maybe Thursday. Stop. Don't overstay your welcome, sir. Have some pride. You're better I mean, than then that. We can get Dennis out of there, and it'll be great. Well, now that's a different story we ah, should we should stop talking mike i can stop what? mike i can assure stop. you you do not want to overstay your welcome <laughs> <laughs> that was not nice that was nice not nice at all buddy is stupid so well, listen i noticed <laughs> i noticed something that you put seth rollins raw update i didn't read this it's on pw insider you put it on there last night what is this update all right, so obviously, spoiler alert, he is physically... Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just throw it out that quick. You can't just say spoiler alert and then run on sentence Jones. You let need it to, breathe. You let so it breathe. Some people are listening. Not, it's not a major spoiler oh, alert. Right. They, they, you know, they announced that he would be on Raw tonight, at tonight's episode. He is physically going to be there. It's not a case of he's, they're pre-taping something and he's sending in a videotape or anything like that. He's physically going to be at Raw. Uh, That's what the update was, that he's going to be at Raw. I hate you. Listen, I make a big thing out of everything, Mike. You, you say, I, I'm aware. No, <laughs> that was that was not nice. See, and Dennis, that's not funny. I'm be, I feel like I'm being <laughs> attacked here. Yeah, now it's a two-on-one. Yeah, I can see that. And then I don't think it was right by either of you, you gentlemen. Um, uh, listen, so he's going to be at Raw. Uh, yes. Where is Raw, bro? I think it's Madison, Wisconsin this week. Oh, wow. Cheese country. Okay, so uh, is there any uh, anything else going at the Fast Lane they're going to do? Because Fast Lane's next Sunday, I believe. I mean, any, any uh, there's no surprises, no nothing. They're going to probably button things up. Uh, yeah, they're going to do the go-home show. I know there was talk of possibly having Ric Flair at Raw this week. Okay. I haven't heard 100% he's going to be there. Right. Um, I'm, it's one of the things I'm going to work on today and look into it. Mm. Um, but I, I did hear that. And, uh, you know, obviously, the uh, not that it's a, a WWE story, but the other thing is uh, that's really a lot of people are talking about is Drew Galloway exiting TNA. Yeah, well, I was going to talk about that at some point in the show. I, I heard about that. So what's the deal? I mean, he was, he was getting a nice big push from TNA. He was getting a nice big push, and they, his contract was up, and they offered, they offered him a new deal. And I, from what I understand, everybody kind of agreed to terms, or they, they kind of made the offer, and... 
for whatever reason, they didn't really follow up on it until the last two weeks. I get the impression that this was something where, it, not that it should have happened, but in the transition from Impact Ventures to Anthem Media, right? Uh, some contracts were kind of left sitting there. That can happen. Finalized. And that can happen. You just said you get lost in the shuffle, and it's not meant on purpose, but that does happen sometimes. Yeah, and, and so Galloway made the decision, like, and from what I understand, they made him a an offer that he would have been one of the top guys in the company and made him a nice financial offer. He just felt like everything was rushed to the last minute, and he's going to go see what what's out there elsewhere for him. So he's made the decision to leave TNA, and he's done. Well, maybe also, you know, he's coming in there with a different regime there, and maybe he's not comfortable with that regime. Who knows? It's yep. possible. And, uh, you know, the other, I wrote about this yesterday on PW Insider, but the, the two other major names that are coming up, and, uh, depending on who you talk to, their their deals are either up in 24 hours or in 72 hours, because I've heard both of those stories. Matt and Jeff Hardy are in a similar situation where they, they, they yeah. had conversations with the company. At one point, they agreed to terms, but nothing was finalized, and now everything, everything seems to be up in the air. And mm. that one really has me scratching my head. Oh, yeah. They're the top, top dogs in that deal there. And I talked about this, I think, Friday, Dennis, Friday, did I talk about this? I think with Matt Hardy. Yeah, Matt, Matt Hardy, I you think did. so. Yeah, and, and the thing is, bro, like you got to do everything in your power if you're TNA to keep those guys in the company because if WWE gets their hands on them and WWE lets them do this Hardy gimmick, especially Matt with his stuff, I think you got to include JB too. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just saying because he helps so much behind the scenes mm-hmm. with that bit. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, if I'm TNA, I'm doing everything I can to keep Hardys in place. If not, you might see WWE let Matt come in and Jeff. Do that thing. Next, you know the Wyatt. They do something with Bray Wyatt. Like, they could do a lot of the stuff outside in the woods. It'd be great. Have a broken WrestleMania. Could you broken WrestleMania? Look at this. Could you imagine, dude? Like the resources WWE has, the money, the power, the production elements. Oh God, what they could do with the um, with the gimmick, man. It'd be unbelievable with the, the Matt Hardy broken gimmick. It'd be great. Yeah. The, the only thing I would feel a little trepidatious trepidatious about if I was Matt and Jeff Hardy potentially going back to WWE is sometimes Vince McMahon likes what he's comfortable with, and he doesn't want to go outside the comfort zone. And I'm sure to him, the Hardys are Team Extreme from the late 1990s. I don't know how the broken Matt Hardy character, how, how Vince would wrap his head around that one, but listen, there's a lot of great, uh, there's a lot of great argument as to why the, that gimmick would work so well in WWE. And listen, it's a different, different unique storytelling device that they've really been the number one thing that TNA's been able to hang its hat on. Uh, the the few times year. I've watched TNA lately, it's because of you know the stuff they've done with Matt Hardy. Uh, and you just gave me a great idea. I mean, if WWE were to, to hire, and they say things don't work out with TNA and the Hardys, and then they hire them, WWE, you have them debut on Raw, re-debut the Hardys in that old gimmick. Like, don't do the broken thing. Have them debut in that. And then after the match, you know, the old Hardys, that whole look, everything, the music, the whole nine, Mike. And then at the end of the match, something happens some way. Do a lighting treatment in the building, make it dark and gritty, and let Matt Hart, and they just kind of like strip it down, and they snap and turn it into broken, like almost all in the same segment. I don't know. I just thought of it as, ta- as you said that to me. There's ways to fine-tune that, but I, I would have them debut like that and then twist, snap them, Quick, right in that same same evening. You know what I mean? You could even you could even have it. Uh, oh, you know, no sell my idea, just like that. No, I'm 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 expounding upon it. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think it's a good idea. Well, you can oh, even thing where they appear as the Hardys early on, and then lights go out, they disappear, and and later on you could do some of the classic 
broken Matt stuff and air it via the Titantron and do something, you know, maybe they maybe Vanguard 1 teleports them away. And such no, no, my idea is much better. Uh, okay. No, no, I disagree with your idea. And actually, I don't want to talk to you anymore because you just made me mad. Um, okay. All uh, right, that's how it happens. It's just yeah, quick. You're, you're coming back tomorrow? <laughs> yes, you are, sir. Yes, because I'll right. forget about this whole conversation by tomorrow. All right, I'm, I'm going to salsa my ass out of here. <laughs> he's salsa his way out, he says. As I said, uh, Dennis, he's salsa his way out. Of, he gave you a cue. Hang on, Mike. Just, you had one job, Mr. Uh, Academy Envelope person. Look at this. Good job, Mike. You're right. You hear what he said to you? Did you get the message, Dennis? You have one job. He's right, Dennis. You have one job. Can you get it right, son? <laughs> Day late, dollar short, vaped up Jones. That's what I'm dealing with here, Mike Johnson. All right. Well, Mike, you want to plug your stuff? Yeah, I want to thank you for having me on. It's always fun. I'm glad I got to come on today. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. You can check us out at PWInsider.com and check out the Elite section, completely ad-free for free for three days at PWInsiderElite.com. And, of course, I'm on Twitter at MikePWInsider. So thanks, everybody. Mike, we'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. All right, see you tomorrow morning. Thank Thank you, buddy. Good moment, everybody. Good moment, son. All right, on that note, we're going to go to break. So Taz Show right here. Uh, We're going to do a raw preview on the side. I'm not sure if it'll be on Facebook Live or not. Uh, I don't think so And um, because we have some tech issues. Get to some of these phone calls. And what else? Uh, a raw preview. I think I said that already. And, uh, oh, SOSM. Hopefully it doesn't suck today. So on social media. Uh, Taz Show, Trending Jones. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Taz Show. Fourth quarter city right here, guys. Busy show. Busy Monday edition. Got a few, uh, got to get to some calls, too. We are on Facebook Live, by the way. So we just got that clarification. So uh, we are trending. We've been trending since the top of the show started. Since the show started, I should say. Easy to say. Been a very busy show. I want to thank Mike Johnson was on before the uh well, actually, in the last segment, talking a lot of that stuff about the whole situation with Mark Hunt and that lawsuit. No relation to Mike and uh, not Johnson, that is Hunt. So, Immature Jones. And, uh, yeah, so very busy. Uh, Facebook Live, uh, it's rocking right now. We've been on the gimmick chat. Uh, a lot of people on the gimmick chat. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's building up rapidly. Still working on the mobile for that. Look, man, I gotta tell you, I'm so, like, like happy and proud, like, of the audience that's built here in the Taz show and, and, like, the people, you know, the fans really supporting the show, you know, really just is awesome, you know? Like, it really is. Like, it's that trends so much and the phone lines are always jammed up and it's, you know, we do this thing live very early, you know? It's, it's, it's you know, so it's like you get people still involved and, and that early in the morning, or even if you're on the West Coast, it's even more early. I mean, that's not even good English, but you get my point. But, but like, if you're out of the United States, yeah, then it's kind of primetime Jones. I mean, so we got a lot of the U.K. and our friends in Australia. As we know, the show's over like Rover in Australia. And the uh, the mad scientist from Germany. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Yes. Uh, Wolfgang loves the show. So, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's so awesome to have that kind of love and support, you know, and it's like. Doing a live streaming radio show with live video, which drops as a podcast. 
after, audio on demand right and uh, and vod it's great you know so i'm just so happy and proud of and th- want to thank the audience seriously i want to thank everybody for those people on Facebook Live, uh, first segment, if you want to listen to the audio on demand later or watch the VOD, if you're uh, just grabbing your 30 minutes for free like you normally do when the show's getting ready to end uh, on Facebook Live, I buried the Oscars, and that's a work. And at the main event of the Oscars, they swerved us and uh, had a false finish. And uh, Llama Land, uh, they thought one. Some call it La La Land. I call it Llama Land. I think Llama Land was much better. I did that earlier, and that wasn't even a mistake. I mean, it wasn't on purpose. It was an actual mistake. I didn't know the name. And, uh, and it ended up being the Moonlight Jones was uh, the winner of the thing. And we've learned in this episode of the Show that Warren Beatty is a, uh, a worker, should be a promoter in the wrestling business, swerver. I don't, I don't trust actors because that's it. They act. They're telling you. It's a hidden thing because they're telling you in the title of what they do for a living. That they lie and they work you. Actor is a worker. Trust me. I've been in the business. Not the actor business. The wrestling business. And I do believe that The Rock set up this whole thing. Because he was in the audience. He had the blue suede, uh, blue velvet jacket on. Blue velvet Jones. He had the jacket on. And I think he he's the only one who knows how to shoot an angle. He learned under Pat Patterson. So I think The Rock was behind this thing. I really do. Acting! People are tweeting. I mean, uh, on, the, uh, on the Facebook Live. Francisco Torres acting. He knows. He knows the gimmick. Josh Simcock acting. I think I said his name right. Simcock. Simcock. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you're right. So, I'm just saying. Uh, oh yeah, we have uh, uh, Gabriel Alicia saying Warren Beatty is going to start up an NWA promotion. Uh, yes, I could be. I could be. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fred Evers said it's on 40 p.m. in the U.K. Yes, that means I'm primetime Jones. I'm midday Jones. Wait, wait, we're midday show in the... In the uh, midday. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of midday, morning, day parts, and radio genre talk, I want to tell you guys something nobody knows. Uh, I'll let you know here. Hopefully he doesn't get mad because uh, we didn't... You know where I'm going here? Uh, no, but anytime you preface it with, I hope he doesn't get mad, <laughs> there's a good chance he might get mad. <laughs> Who's he? No, but yeah, yeah, true. I'm actually doing an appearance... Um, Tomorrow, after my show, uh, right here in Midtown Manhattan, I am going to go over to uh, Sam and Jimmy, Sam Robinson, Jim Ro- Jim Norton over at Sirius Radio down the road here, and I'm going to go on their show uh, and uh, do our 10 a.m. to 11 uh, a.m. Yes. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, Taz on the uh, Taz doing a run in on another, on another promotion. So yeah, so I'm doing a running over there. Yeah, I'll be on the Sam Roberts show. And then I'm gonna do Sam's Wrestling Podcast, which is actually a real podcast. That one is a podcast. After that, yeah, that's actually what a podcast is. After I do his live uh, satellite radio show. So which brings me to the question of this has not been announced anywhere, and I'm sure Sam will get maybe a slight upset with me because uh, I didn't give him a chance to tweet it first. Uh, very unprofessional of me, but <laughs> but it just comes out. I just can't help it. I'm talking. You know, Sam is look Sam Roberts. A friend of mine and and been on my show and and did the live special came on uh, CBS Sports Radio with me and all that jazz. Listen, Sam is the most non-confrontational guy. Like I don't think he's ever gotten mad at anyone ever. He'll bury you behind your back. But no, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm joking. He's a good dude, man. Uh, you think he's gonna get mad? No, because like you just said, and also he's not physically imposing. And so when he gets yeah. a when he gets a former multi-time world champion like yourself. Thank you, sir. 
I think you're you're giving the leeway to do that. What's and, he going to say? And Jimmy uh, Norton, put him up. Jimmy, put him up, buddy. Come on, let's go. What do you say there? Come on, buddy. And Jimmy Norton uh, is just one of the funniest guys in, in the world. So Jimmy will just make fun of it. And uh, and I haven't seen Jimmy in a long time, man. Back in the day, man, I first met Jimmy on Opie and Anthony's show, and Opie and Anthony were working together back then. Um, on uh, 102.7 WNEW, uh, uh, that when that was just years ago during my WWF days, WWE days, whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna be on there, and uh, and it brought me to thinking, like, uh, and I'll get to you guys on the phone, just give me a sec. It brought me to thinking, like, if someone tweeted this dude now, look, you know, we're both in the biz and radio biz, as we call it, inside terminology. And the thing is, it's like, uh, no one calls Sam Roberts' show with Jimmy Norton a podcast. Correct. It's a, it's a live streaming because it's digital streaming show, different than streaming on the on the web like me and us with video and all. But it, it's the same thing. That's a radio show. His podcast is an audio that drops. So again, I'm just still in this ongoing teaching process for close to two years here of what's what here. You know? And you're starting to relinquish it a little bit. I, 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 will, I, I will not give but, up. No, I'm turning people up. People are starting to get it. No, I'm not kidding. You get every once in a while to start. By the way, a new rule, new policy on, on, on Taz's Twitter. If you tweet, because some of the people I help with the social media on my account, they tell me this is what's happening. A lot of people are tweeting, oh, love your podcast, that kind of thing. We've seen this in the past few weeks. If anyone does that, it's you're not even going to get me to pop, like laugh, or get mad. You're going to be just ignored. So don't don't waste your time because you might. I don't control some of that stuff, and they might mute you. I'm just telling you right now. I, I, I I'm just telling you right now. What are you nuts? You gotta be careful. That's you a good got, policy. You gotta be careful. Not playing games anymore. Running the game. You know that. Hey, uh, Chan man, you're on the Taz show in L.A. What's up, buddy? Taz, you the man. Well, I'm in L.A. I'm in L.A. You're in L.A. I'm in New York. I'm, I should say, Chan man from L.A. You're on the Taz show. What's up, bro? Oh, hey, Taz, you're the man. Thank you. And lumberjack. Chop, chop, and timber. Yes. Chop, chop, timber. Hey, be nice to the Chan Man. Okay? I love Chan Man. He Don't does. You dare get nasty with he him. He does great promos. He's the man, dude. Okay, what's up, brother? <laughs> Dennis, I love you too. Hey, uh, that whole uh, I apologize for nothing thing on Friday. I thought we were gonna do it like a a slow burn for at the end of the episode. He's gonna finally apologize. Oh, you mean Dennis? No, he's he's not yeah. sorry. The, the Chan, you know. He's not sorry. You know that. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. I mean, that's that's Dennis. He, he's he's hard ass Jones. He don't care. <laughs> you know? Man, I thought we were gonna get like a nice uh, happy ending at the end of the episode. Happy Friday, ending. everyone's what gonna the hell? hug. And, you gotta pay extra. Yeah, and then you gotta talk to Chef Mike. Talk. He might know people that can handle the happy ending uh, in his business of cooking. <laughs> Bex and sex. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Chan. The cooking in, yeah. I mean. Hey, by the way, Chairman, yeah. did you get a chance to see that Lean Mean uh, video gimmick on the YouTube uh, deal? Oh, yeah. Lean Mean, man. That guy's, that guy's awesome. I he's love a, that guy. He's, he he's does a, great videos. He does. He works hard, man. That, that, that was one of the funniest things. Legitimate actors. Now we have actual people that are, uh, you know, Jump the Gun Jones, the, this young man. And then we have a, a, a sensei, the master Kendo Stick Jones, actual real humans now. They're not just, next thing I know, I'm going to have a real bulldog <laughs> running around here, you know, pissing on my foot named Rover. What the hell? Uh, what else is up, bro? What's going on, man? What's, what's up, bro? What's the deal? What? Hey, my, my question is about the universal title. Do you think it's important uh, to put it at the end of the show at WrestleMania? Uh, it's a good question. Um, there would be, you know, I, I, I think they should. Um, 
because then you got to look at the world championship, right? You know what I mean? Like with the Bray Wyatt deal, whatever situation they're going in, they might go that route. I mean, there's always that that competitiveness. I mean, that's the problem when you have two titles and you have one big, massive show like a mania. What are you going to do? You know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like the story where they're going with Kevin Owens. I like that he turned on Chris. They did something at a house show overseas this weekend, too, Chan. I believe that Chris got attacked by Kevin Owens while he was on crutches getting ready to cut a promo or something in the ring. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. And they'll probably show that B-roll tonight on Raw. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But I definitely think that uh, you, you raise a good point. And, and you know, and thank you for calling, Chairman. You're the man. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel it's a little bit of a better story than the SmackDown world title. So, yes, to answer the question succinctly, after thinking about it for a, a few seconds, I would go with it for sure. What do you think, dude? Would you go with that on uh, on the, the gimmick there on uh, for the main event of um, the last match on WrestleMania? Well, as we all know... I think the last match will be Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. So, and since I, since I already know Goldberg's going to win the title. Oh, God. So, yes, it will be. I, well, I do think it is important, but I also think it will be the last match because Goldberg's going to win. Oh, my God. I really hope it doesn't happen that Goldberg wins a fast lane. Nothing against Goldberg. I just. I'm, I'm going to look like a jabroni. I've been saying forever out here that it's not happening. And I love the fact that Kevin Owens turned heel and did all that. Now, maybe that is a reason why I'm going to be right, and you and many other people are going to be wrong, that Goldberg's going to win. But, so, if he does win Goldberg, and then you do that in the main event, Goldberg versus Lesnar, yeah, it's a big main event, but uh, can Goldberg work? Can he go in there and work a long time? Is he physically capable? Uh, you know, both these guys are on a very limited schedule. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, are you going to go and give a three-minute match for the main event of WrestleMania? and? And and who are you putting the better, belt on? Better not. I'm just saying, like, it's. And where do you go after that? Usually, Mania starts new stories for the next year. So now you're going to start a story with both guys on limited schedules. That's my only common sense of not being into that. Seriously, um, I'm telling you, I just, I just don't. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't agree with it at all. Are you uh, going to get ready to do uh, SOSM so on social media? I have it ready. Um, well, I wanted. I forgot to hit this Friday, but I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Friday was the twenty fourth of February, which is an important day in your history. I wanted to ask you about it. What? It was the in nineteen ninety seven. That was the original ECW invading Raw with uh, when you guys invaded the Manhattan Center. Yeah. I wanted to ask. What it was like. I, you know what? Forget it. You just, <laughs> so what the F are you talking about? I forgot. I was clicking. I was I mean, clicking I through notes. What, 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 no. What, if you have a question, ask the question, sir. Don't stammer. I, I thought it I was. What was it like? Was the question. What was the question? How. Uh, oh, my God. Dude, I, I really don't understand what's wrong with you. How what? Every day you come. You can't multitask. No, no, no. I can do two. I can multitask twice. Two things. Anything over two. Sir, if you have a question, if you have a question, please ask it. And what is this that I'm looking at? Why, why am I. This, you have a wrong preview on here. What are we. I, I'm looking at a preview for NXT. Where, what are you, are you looking at here? I need a run sheet. Hold on, guys. Give me a second. Son of a bitch. Can you please get. I'm not bullying you. I'm not bullying. I just would like the producer to give me the proper information. Son of a god. What are we looking for? <laughs> Son of a. Ah, don't worry about it. I do it myself. It's unbelievable. God. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to get really cancel SOSM. Why would you give me? You, did you see what you did wrong? Do you see what you did I wrong? I see it now. The uh, yeah, version, yeah. version one had the right stuff, and then I mixed stuff up. Yeah, I, I mean, and it got I, all it got yeah. all wonky. Because you are, you do not pay attention to detail. I will handle it. I, I, I want to give a raw preview, sir. Okay. Hold on. And okay. and and now I I, I got a I, I got people calling the show still. I'm getting ready to end the show. I mean, come on, bud. I mean, I I got a show to do here. It's important. I can't come out here having problems like this. Who we got here? Hammond. Uh, who's this? Dave or Hammond? High Speed Jones. Good moment. Who is this? Ahmed. Oh, Ahmed. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing, buddy? DC. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Taz Show, big guy. How are you? Good moment, high speed. Uh, good moment, Dennis Jones. High good moment, Jones. high speed Jones. What's going on, man? I just want to get my off the hooks and talk to you and Dennis real quick. Go quick, go. Uh, fifth off the hook, uh, Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. Kenny Omega, CM Punk, love it. That that would be you could close mania with that. People would go nuts. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like that a lot. Good thinking. Good thinking. Good thinking. Okay, what's up? And then uh, I want to talk to Dennis Jones. And uh, he's busy right now him. trying to do work. But you can he'll hear he can hear you. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. Well, I want to apologize to him since he's no apologetic for giving him that uh, yam bag shot, pulling the veteran card out. And I try to <laughs> extend the olive branch on social media and say we can be friends and we can go at it. You know, it's all good. But kind of got the cold shoulder. Oh, he blew you off. So let me get this straight. You, sir, are a proud member of the U.S. military, and and Dennis. Uh, no, made, don't. No, no. no you, <laughs> you said something when Hamed hung up the phone on Friday, and you said, "Oh, what am I going to say? The man is from the U.S. military. I can't say nothing to him. You know, it takes all the, the you know, bullets out of your gun. Pardon the pun. And and then the man extends the olive branch. He he tweets you, and then you blow him off. No, sold it. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Because I can't. I can't. Why do people do that? Like, like are you are you like that big of a star now? You have to ignore oh, one of my fans. Oh, far from it. I'm not a. What's what's the opposite of a star? I'm trying to think of some constellation. Slunker. Yeah, jobber. but do you find do you jobber? find those jobber? Do you find those in the stars though? I'm trying to. In the I don't know what you're talking about stars, sir. Just I, I. This gentleman wants to extend an olive branch to you. And you I'm at the the olive branch is extended. I accept and I offer you back. Three olive branches. Interesting. Awesome. Interesting. And the only reason why I say this is, Taz, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, we as wrestling fans are some of the most loyal SOBs on the planet. So, yes. therefore, like, yes. you know, we follow Taz, follow the show, and, like, he's a big name to us. So, you're kind of put on a trial by fire, so that's why you have really high expectations. And so I, I like, really I like where you're going. Time. I like the trial by fire, because I'd like to see him on fire, meaning Dennis. No offense, Dennis, but I would like to see you go on fire, just for a little while. Like your leg. Not your whole body. I don't want to see you get, you know, I kind of I look like I'm on fire. With no, no, the, I just want to see your leg go on fire for a little while, just like with jeans on, like blue jeans. I don't want to see you get burnt, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing you, your leg on fire, you running around, and you literally jump in a lake. And then piss on yourself. That, that's what I'd like to see. Hamid, thank you for calling okay. the Taz Show. No, uh, because I'm really mad at you right now. Uh, do you have that information for me, sir? Or if you want to say that, you want to just blur that. You have nothing. Do we have a raw preview? How about that? Basically, uh, Seth Rollins returns. Oh, boy. It's the go-home show. They're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, not Madison, as Mike Johnson. So you're correcting Mike Johnson now, who I, who I can tell you is a uh, definitely a, a man whose attention to detail, but apparently he dropped the ball on this, but you're probably wrong. Okay, so there's somewhere in Wisconsin, as we know, Seth Rollins is coming back. This is Raw The tonight. only thing advertised is Seth Rollins and Goldberg. 
We'll okay. be back. And Goldberg then, will be back. It doesn't say nothing about Brock Lesnar. No Brock Lesnar, but he could show up. You know, he no he, because yeah, but he's, they got to. I think they got to do something in the ring, whatever that is. With obviously Kevin Owens and um, you know, and Goldberg, which there was an interesting tweet. From Goldberg. Oh, what's what the matter? a tease. What's the matter? What, what a tease. What, I cut your balls off on, on, on social media? Oh, <laughs> you make me look like a schmuck out here. Oh, there's your bullying Dennis. Yeah, I'm bullying Dennis because you I don't, don't know. feel what, bullied. You people, camera, camera Tash, you people don't know. You people don't know what he did to me behind the scenes. Get Dennis. Fess up. I Don't give full detail. Just who's wrong here, who's right. Seriously. Oh, I'm wrong. Right. Just like that. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. I stand by that, but I'm not wrong. So am I going to? I mean, be, I am. Am I going to be flogged for bullying you again? No, no, no. I don't feel bullied. I don't. Look, I don't need people to defend you're me. Like a, you are like a damsel in distress to these people. Do I look that beautiful? <laughs> not today, Goldilocks. What I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you, 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 you. People feel bad for you because some people. <laughs> Obviously. No, they do. But not because people, they have the workplace, and everyone hates their boss. So I come off here like I'm your boss. So when I get upset with you and I holler at you, then people are like, oh, you're such a prick, Taz. You're bullying him. You know, because then they, they feel like it's their boss getting upset with them at their job, you then, know, which is unfair. Let me, let me dispel that rumor right now. William Ballard just said it right here on Facebook Live. Taz is right. It's his show. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. I just want to put <laughs> Did I say otherwise? No, I just... Wow, Gabriel Alicia says, I missed the captain. Wow. Well, you know what? Guess what, Gabriel? He doesn't miss you, son. You're stuck with me. I'm really? No, and we're not stuck. We're happy to have you, Dennis. Well, you're happy to have me, so thank you I for am having happy, me. But a lot of the fans are happy to have you, and it's not right that the guy says that. I Also, I want to I say thank you to Hamed. I didn't mean to. I'm a, Not that I'm a busy, busy man, but I got things to do. I saw it. I will extend the olive branch again after the show. Wow. And thank you for your service. Make sure you always thank the troops. Anthony Torelli said, Bully Jones. That's me. No, that's go. not hey, you. Just call me a bully. He's right. I bullied you. I no, didn't mean no. It. Uh, Josh Simcock said, I like the lumberjack. There you go. I got one fan. Tammy Wu gives you a thumbs up. See, people like you. You got a lot of fans. You do. Yeah, well, it's all thanks to you. I would have no fans without without you. Well, you need to thank me more every day, I, oh. every segment. I want to hear it. Oh, every se- Okay, you know what? That's how we'll start. Okay. All right, new policy. I got I'm it. Busting your chops, dude. You just got to. You can't. You have to get your job done properly here, sir. I, I'm. It's a very tough job. No, it's not uh, tough. See, now you put me in a tough spot because if I say no, I'm going to get buried for that. <laughs> and if I say yes, you're going to be like, "Well, what's so difficult?" So I'm, I'm, I'm in between a rock and a hard place right now. Yeah. So I'll plead the fifth. I know how you feel, Kevin in L.A. Uh, you're on the Taz <laughs> show. What's up, man? Well, what's going on, Taz? What's going on, Lumberjack? How y'all doing? What up, buddy? I got these off the hooks for you, and uh, I got, got an observation on this universal title picture, and I got some, got some I need to pass on directly to you, Taz. All right, well, we only have a few minutes left, so you better get moving, bud. <laughs> All right, well, with these off the hooks, I got number four and five for you. For number four, I got a tag team championship fatal four-way between American Alpha, the Steiner Brothers, the Road Warriors, and the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. Then my match number five for the Intercontinental title triple threat. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. Then for the observation, I don't know if you guys picked up on it over the weekend. I guess somewhere while the WWE was touring and the Europe, European tour in Germany, I guess Jericho got jumped again by Kevin Owens, which leads me to believe and, me, and it's got me leaning more towards Lumberjack's point of view where I think Goldberg is going to win that universal title come this weekend at Fastlane where probably Jericho's going to interfere. 
probably helping um, Jericho, uh, helping Jericho, helping Goldberg along the way to get the uh, Universal title where it's going to close out Mania, where it's going to be Universal title, Goldberg and Lesnar. And also, Taz, remember a while ago you were saying... Um, oh, well, not- stop, stop, stop. Hold on, Kev. So, a yeah. couple things. Okay, first of all, I, I did touch on this a little, I think in this segment, about Jericho getting jumps. I don't know why you didn't hear that, because I think you've been hold, on hold a while, uh, that Owens got jumped by Jericho. I did cover that. But I know you... I, I'm just letting you know that. Number two... You can't just say, just like I said to Dennis earlier, you can't just come out here and say, well, it's going to be, okay, Owens versus Goldberg. I'm sorry, Goldberg versus uh, Lesnar to close out Mania for Universal title, and then it's like period at the end of the sentence, and that's it. Okay, but what what happens then? How how do you, if you do that, Mm -hmm. new stories start. Once WrestleMania ends, that's how arc story arc starts and ends. So the arc, there's a new arc that begins. How do you have a new arc starting? If you know, just saying it like that, Kevin. How do you have a new arc? Where are you going? Where, 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 what are you going to do on Raw the next day with, with Kevin Owen? I'm sorry, with uh, Goldberg as the Universal Champ or Lesnar the Universal Champ? When both these guys neither work a full time schedule, how are you going to engulf them in a the storyline? Just going to close the show with them, and that's that. No, Taz, with that, I got you covered on that. Next night on Raw, you get Finn Balor returning, wants a shot at the title he technically never lost, setting up ultimate David versus Goliath type story with Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar. Well, that would be a cool story, and they could do that, but I, I, why are we not butting, 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 buttoning, I should say, uh, buttoning up the story between Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. That's an open-ended thing there because, you know, Balor got the title. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Owens got the title without losing the title. You know, that's a story that's got to be buttoned up, I think. And I think WWE would button it up. No, I, I think I'm the only one who thinks this. I'm probably wrong because everybody else is thinking opposite. I think the story is between Finn Balor and the belt, not necessarily the guy holding the belt. So he's going to be chasing the belt when he comes back, not necessarily because it's not like him and Owens had a storyline beforehand. He just, I know they didn't have that. Sir, please don't be condescending. To me. No, I know. I'm just. I'm, I know, but yeah, it was a little condescending. I mean, well, please, I apologize. No, for nothing. You're phony. <laughs> yeah, apology is something that's not in your your strong. Very sir. foreign to that's me. That's not you. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. So I I don't I don't I mean. You know, I, I people could make some sense of this of of Goldberg versus Lesnar at WrestleMania main event. Jones, both guys are obviously big enough names, and we're going to run a little late now in this show. I, you know, and both names are big enough names to end uh, WrestleMania. Absolutely, there's no doubt about that, and the story's been built. But what kind of match are they going to give you to close out the show? Number one, there's a reason why these matches have been ultra short with these two guys. I believe in teasing and dipping in and stuff like that. I mean, look, this one guy on Facebook Live, Nicholas Montevallos. Sorry if I butchered your name, bro. Goldberg loses Sunday. About time someone sees it like me. But, but, but you can't, if you do that as the main event, Goldberg versus uh, Lesnar at uh, WrestleMania, the main event, what, and for the title, like what, what kind of minutes are you going to give me? What kind of minutes are you going to give me? You can't you can't do like Wesley McRoberts says on Facebook Live, a 35-second squash. You can't do it. I mean, you can, but, jeez, that would be like, oh, boy, uh, that'd be a big problem. The fans would be furious. Yes, no, maybe so. Or you I just want to blurt out what you read on the Internet and, and you, read a fake, you read a fake card. I haven't done any reading card. yet. No, you read a fake card, you come on here and act like an expert. 
Seth yeah. used to do that when me, Mike Tanay, and him used to do uh, fancy drafts. We'd do top 10, uh, whatever our gimmick was. And he would go and cheat and read stuff on the internet like to get information. We called him out on it, Seth. And he got mad, and then he became an expert. Seth knows his stuff, by the way. He does. He absolutely does. Seth knows his stuff. It's the only time I'll say nice stuff about Seth. <clears throat> I know you guys hate each other. Oh, really? What, what are you, what you going to do? Before I end the show here, what are you going to do with, at the main event? What are you going to do? How, how are you going to put Lesnar against um, uh, Goldberg? How long is the match? Forget about who wins. If it, I'm talking about for the Universal title as the main sure. event. How, how, how from a rest, There's a reason why these things have been kept ultra short. And I'm starting to think maybe Bill can't go. Both these guys are... Their, their characters wouldn't go 10 minutes in the ring. You main eventing WrestleMania. You got to have a good 25-minute, 20-minute epic match, in my opinion. Yes, no? Normally, yes, I agree with you. This time, I think, and it went back to my point weeks ago, where the name, the drawing name between Goldberg and Lesnar is so large that maybe Vince sees, like, all right, how many matches do you think WrestleMania be? At least 10? Probably, yeah. So let's say, maybe Vince goes in with the mindset, like, look, we're going to put on nine phenomenal matches. And the last match is strictly star power. And if and if they can go, great. And if it's a five-minute match, if that, who cares? Like, I don't know, man. I think Vince is going to close the deal the right way. And the right way is giving people an epic match. No diss on those two cats. But they I hope that's They the don't case. have that chemistry to have an epic match. They're two big, bruising uh, guys that are not young kids that are not going to go in there and do a bunch of high spots. And people... I think want to see not just high spots. They want to see like a knockdown drag out like we saw AJ and Cena. They want to see that type of a match. And I think Vince knows that. And I think Vince's team knows that. God, I feel like I'm going to be wrong on this whole thing. Yeah. really do. You can hear it in your voice I can now. tell, bro. I'm convinced of myself. And, uh, I just because they, they, I've been surprised lately. I, I don't know what to say. All I know is I'm in the show. I'm done right now. Uh, before we wrap up... Um, how are we looking on the uh, on the social media before we wrap the show up? Uh, maybe I'm very the, proud let to the say. Audience still for two hours. Taz is still trending. Two hours. Oh, trending. Still trending. Two hours. Day after the Oscars. Two hours. Everybody's talking to the Oscars and the Taz show. Two hours. The best audio on demand goes to the Taz show. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bitches and boys. Yes, sir. Oh, I see something wrong now. Bitches and boys just doesn't. Oh, that's because I'm knocking girls. Like, I don't mean it like that. It just sounds BB, you know? Alliteration. Bitches and. Busters. <laughs> no, bitches and uh, backwoods. No, bitches and. Uh... I wish you could have heard. I got bitches and bananas. No, Ooh. that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> bitches and. Well, see, this I love when we workshop on air. Uh, with, with spitballing, as they call it. Uh, <laughs> chopping it up. Chopping it up. Uh, before we wrap the show, bitches and balls. Uh, blokes. Uh, Francisco Torres oh. says blokes. That's a good one. Uh, Matt Sterling says bitches and balls. That's not bad. Uh, John Dean says lava lamp Jones. That's just funny. I don't have nothing to do with talking about, <laughs> but it is pretty funny. Uh, I'm trying to think. Facebook Live is helping us here. They're helping. They're helping. Um, before I wrap the show, bitches and. I like bitches and bollocks. I gotta say that actually is pretty good that he gave bollocks. us bollocks. I say bollocks. Um, bitches and 
throws. Josh Simcox, okay. Simcox, very active on the face, Facebook Live today. Bitches and Brews, that's not bad. Adam Scardino, that's not bad. Uh, Giovanna Holmes said Bitches and Bulls. Uh, Richie Williams, Bitches and Bullets. How about Bitches and Bitch Bag Boy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Bitch uh, Bag Boy. Bitch. <laughs> that one hit me late. That uh, one. That's the one. How about, uh, what's another thing? Um, bitches and, uh, uh, bitches and, there's another something, there's something there. Bitches and bag boy. No. <laughs> bitches and Bex. That's not bad. Steve Fenton. Bitches and Bex. On the Facebook Live. Mike Barker. Bitches and babies. Coco <laughs> Gaga. <laughs> Bitches and Bex is pretty good by Steve. It's not bad. Oh, speaking of Bex. Brian Lasher goes, just bitches. He's right. I think he's right. All that for nothing. Ball bag. Uh, what's that? Speaking of Bex, Chef Mike texted me yesterday. He has a little love story. He said that a um, fans of the show came into Boilermakers. Said that they met. Bitches and Boilermakers. <laughs> okay, continue. Said that they met through both being fans of the Taz show. Oh, so you you're, you're bringing uh, people together. This is what happens. I uh we have uh we ha- used to have uh, something but uh Yeah, but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we bring people together. The Taz show brings uh men and women or whatever your sexual preference together with someone. And that's kind of what we do. We bring people together. And that that's that's it's the PC Taz show. Uh yeah, that's what we do here. Um so that's the thing. Uh tender moment as to me a woo. She understands. She remembers uh Right, look, I got to wrap the show up. I'm done. All right, we'll be back tomorrow talking it up, uh, getting into some uh, Raw. Uh, give you my react, my breakdown, react to Raw. Um, gonna break it down. <sighs> Bitches and banjos? It's not bad. Well, if you're gonna say it, <laughs> I came up with. <laughs> Did I just say bitches and bandos? Banjos? Not bad. Ditches and banjos. That's pretty good. Ditches and banjos. Mm. Dan Norton on the Facebook says, uh, Schnabit, Schnabit. Old school. Old school Tasho stuff right there. Jeff Dominia says, Bitches and bubble bats. That's funny. I like that. Michael Ward, Hee Haw Jones. Ah, yeah. Knee slapping bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, enough of that. Uh, like I said, I'm going to wrap this bitch up here. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you, everyone, for getting the show trending for two hours live, live. Thanks to Mike Johnson coming on impromptu Jones, in essence, for my uh, special uh, rare appearance on the Monday. He'll be back tomorrow, too, Mike Johnson. Go check out my YouTube uh, thing, TazTube Jones. Lean Me put together a great 25-minute movie. It's awesome. Go check that out. Very few of these orange hats left. Go to Clothesline and buy it. Trust me. They're flying. They're just about gone. The black sold out. Might come back with some new ones soon. Might go a different color Jones, though, on this. Got to have a meeting. Post-show meeting. Big meeting at the end of the show. All right. For everybody here at the Taz Show, thank you guys for calling and interacting social media-wise and getting the show trending. I appreciate it. I seriously don't get aside. Because you guys, the show's over like Rover. Thank you, Dennis. Taz, I want to thank you. Good job, buddy, as usual. Great job from you. Kind of good job, buddy. Great job from you. Fed 
fat admitting job by you, sir. Great job by you. <laughs> Alright, guys, I'm Taz, you're not taking it. Put these likes on my picture, don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go. I left my heart in the city.